And now, another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. It looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. What's going on, everybody? Welcome. It's uh, Monday, and it is the big thing. I hope you had a great weekend. I hope you did some uh, fun things. I hope you had a good weekend. My weekend was eh, not great. Not great. I'll talk about it a little bit more too. We um, we lost a, we lost a dog this weekend, so it was kind of a it was a kind of it was a, it was a bummer. It's a big bummer. My father in law's dog passed. Diesel. He's an Akita, only eight years old, and he was a sweetheart of a dog. And so that was my that was you know my weekend was the family and I trying to uh, you know get over it, figure it out, and help my my father in law through it. So uh, that's the reason the show is a little late today. So apologies. 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 Yeah. Um, so we'll be talking about Darth Vader. He's some the news that uh, that Deborah Chow talked about in the Obi-Wan series. Some Doctor Strange stuff. I took some questions. The Oscars ratings were in the, still in the crapper. Not the worst of all time, but, um, but certainly the, uh, the second worst of all time. Talk about that. Talk about Coda winning. So just up t- up top, let everybody know. Um, I ain't talking about the thing everyone's talking about. You you bummed, you bummed. Um, but it's uh, it's just not not in the mindset to really talk about it. Plus the fact, whatever my opinion is on the matter, you're either going to agree with me, or you're going to disagree with me. And I don't. There's tons of people talking about it on Twitter, guys, and on all over the place. There's videos. You 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 can't you can't walk a step on social media without seeing it. So if you came here for that with me, I apologize. I just I'm not I'm not doing it. I want to talk about some stuff I enjoy talking about, and that's uh, Star Wars and um, and uh, and Halos. Apparently, also did really well for Paramount Plus. So we'll talk about that. I've reviewed that first episode. Look at that. I got the hat on. Um, but I'll talk about that. So that's those are the few things that I'll be talking about. And I think there's some other things, uh, questions you guys had submitted on, on Facebook. It was a little, little later, but but that's it. That's that's a big thing. Let's get into it. Let's talk about it. I'm ready. Are you ready? It's a big thing. Let's do it. Ah. It's not Halo or Batman or a rewatch or just us. It's not the old Republic. Or, there it is. It's the big thing. It took long enough for me to get there. I got that. Nice to have you on board. It's uh, the 28th. I'm on my lonesome. We got Kate Mulligan coming on the show this week. That's gonna be fun. Brett Steph still in London. In London. Queen Winston coming back on the Friday show. And that's it. So, all right, let's talk about some stuff. The first is what I will say. Um, I didn't like. I was fast forwarding through. Like I, I, I'd made it very clear with the the Oscars in general. I think it's a show that just needs to get off of network television. It just continuously goes down and down and down and down and down. And and as I mentioned, I'm not going to go d- deep diving into the, the big um, topic of last night, but that's the reason that I think it had any ratings whatsoever. And this, if you look at that's that's not what we're going to talk about yet. 
Oscar viewership rises from dismal 2021, but it is still the second lowest ever with 15.4 million. Uh, get it off network television. It's, it is so dated and it, no one cares. Uh, it, it, the, the jokes aren't funny. The, it's not a show anymore. It's it, nobody knows the, the casual viewers don't know the movies anymore. It's, it's terrible. I fast forwarded through all of it. I was just watching. Okay. Who won? Great. Fast forward. I don't care about the speech. Fast forward. Fast forward. Fast forward. Go, 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 go. Who won? And then all I, I might as well just look at, um, I, I will say this very happy with the winners. Very happy with who won from as Coda winning best picture. That was, that was the best picture in my humble opinion. It was great. I would have been okay with Dune also, but Coda was fantastic. And Canto winning. Fantastic. Um, my, my daughter was very happy about that. Um, there, uh, I, I think that they got it right as far as this year with, with a lot of the, the winners. But the ceremony in the show, who cares? It's so dull and boring and pretentious. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. I'm not saying don't have them. You should have them. They should be celebrated. Your work should be celebrated. I know that it's there's clout inside of uh, being able to do like if you're an agent you're saying oh oscar uh, oscar winner um jessica chastain and blah, 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 blah. It, it, it i get it I, you got to keep it put it on a streaming service put it on a streaming service it's part of the streaming service and if you care like any other show you watch it force feeding people to watch it and, and wondering why your your ratings are going down every year it's terrible it's so boring i used to remember when we used to watch uh, wanting to watch that show because it was like a big event. And I saw someone last night call it the Super Bowl for movie fans. Says who? Says who? It, it, I mean, it, that's what they want it to be. But that's why people, Super Bowl, people watch it every single year and continue to watch it. And ratings get good. It's, it's terrible. It is a terrible, terrible production. Not terrible to do. I believe that they should still happen. And I believe that they should still um honor the work that's been done because it's but i and i still think that should they, they should definitely should happen but get it off network television it, or and 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 just cutting awards is not the way to do it turn it you turn it into a show and an event but it's um i don't know i i didn't care didn't care so i don't know and a lot of people obviously and i think that it's, it might be a nostalgia thing too that people still grasp onto it and people still want to get excited about it um i i just i just don't give a rat fart about it I don't know if you guys feel the same or, or, or don't. Could could argue about it, and that's fine. But the but the ratings are down. Uh, well, they're up, I guess, from from last year, and how and there was more to watch, so they they were they were up, but still the second lowest of all time. That that's not. It's like well, we didn't come in last place, but we, the academy was hoping that with these new changes, people were going to get excited. What what, do, what are they getting excited about? What are they getting excited about? What are people tuning in for? The casual fans don't know what the hell the movies are. A lot of them, and it, it's it, it, you know there's not a lot a lot of a I don't know is this just not a it's to me it's happy with the winners, happy with the winners again. Um, majority of people that that won I thought should have won, but the show it's just not a show. You're just handing out awards and hearing people talk and it's like eh. I don't know. It's my grouchy old ass now, you know. Anyway, what do you guys think? Should they keep doing it? Should they put it on streaming? I think that's where that you go. I think I I think 
you don't get rid of the the sh- first of all turn it into more of a show get more the, the musical numbers and and play it all together and and make it like an overall theme and have 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 one host she just had amy schumer or wanda sykes or whoever like one host do it the whole time um but i to be completely fair i fast forwarded through so much i don't even know if it was the, from what i saw i was like oh keep going keep going um but you know they're gonna keep doing it i guess and keep trying it is what it is. So that was that was the Oscars. Very curious to hear what everyone else thinks. You think it should keep going? Or you think it's time to, to put a pin in it? I'm curious. Um, uh, you know what I'm gonna do? I, I, I have a I have a couple of um questions that are still coming in on Facebook, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hold this one because I I like that one. I'm gonna I w- I had chosen all of them already by broadcast, but by the time we started, but I'm gonna um I'm gonna try that one more here try one more i like that one a lot actually so we'll see what we get we'll see what we get um okay as i mentioned uh, earlier in the intro my father-in-law his uh, his dog diesel he's a, a nikita he's a sweetheart of a dog man he was like the first dog that well my my oldest is 10 and um it was really kind of like the first dog that she ever remembered and he was just like this little bear uh, and he just, he, he was eight years old. He just had some health problems. And, you know, these big dogs sometimes, it was a real bummer. And we were hoping he was going to kick out of it. And he just, he just didn't. And, uh, and he passed. So I had to uh, go over there. I got to see him. I got to see him on, um, what the hell was it? Was it Saturday, right? I got to see him on Saturday. And, um, and it is funny, though, too, because people don't know what you're going through. What you're going through. I'm getting these stupid work phone calls in the middle of trying to take care of this dying dog and my father-in-law. And it's just like, you know, there's just so many bigger things in, in, in life than the little minutia. And I'm just not, I, I just very different headspace kind of going into this week in general, um, where you just look at people arguing with each other online and screaming and yelling about each other about something that today they'll, they'll be passionate about. And in two weeks they won't give a shit. They'll be yelling about something else. So that's why I'm saying, like, I'm just, I just want to talk about fun shit with you guys. I was watching the, the intro that we did the other day. I was laughing about it. We we're just kind of fucking around. And that's the kind of shit that I like to do. And I, and I, and I apologize to you if, if, you, if you came here to, to see me kind of get into it. I don't do that anymore. I just don't. I'm just too tired by it. And I just, I'll have my opinions on it. And I can't, I'll, I'll keep it to myself or I'll talk to someone else about it. Um, but it's just, it's just not. It's not worth it to me, to be honest with you. So I apologize once again if you uh, if you think, you know, if if you think that I was coming, if you're coming here to hear me give you a whole big spiel, <coughs> not the case. So anyway, you know what's in this water, in this glass? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So when I went to get a, a sip of it right now, um, it was like a little voice in my head said haha jokes on you asshole because there's nothing in there so what are you gonna do except be sad but i won't be sad because dark horizons which i, I go to and I, I get my shit from where the hell where the hell was that i just saw it saw something going on here where, where the hell is it it's the darth vader story that i found this morning that i really liked where is it are you kidding me i just saw something about darth vader now i can't find there it is obi-wan Offers a, a not fully formed Vader. All right, let's get into the story. That's not the story. 
There it is. Darth Vader. As we know, this is from Garth Franklin over at Dark Horizons. As we know, the upcoming Obi-Wan Kenobi limited series on the Disney Plus service features the return of Darth Vader in events set 10 years after the prequels and 20 years before the original trilogy. Because of that, we'll see a version of the character we haven't really seen before, which is one reason that the filmmaker Deborah Chow, who directed the entire series run, wanted Hayden Christensen to return to the role. Christensen only played Vader in the final moments of the last of the prequel films, and so hasn't really strutted his stuff as the Vader incarnation of an Anakin Skywalker character. Chow tells Entertainment Weekly that the series being very character-focused and being in the point of the timeline has naturally led to the inclusion of Vader. Great. See? Makes sense. That's what I'm saying. Darth Maul story was bullshit. I really wanted to do something that was character-based and character-driven because this is the benefit of the limited series, is that you have more time to sort out to tell a real character story. Preach, Deborah Chow. Preach. So for me, the starting place of character is you just start and you look at who's been important to him in his life, and it's quite hard to avoid Anakin and Vader in that scenario, especially coming out of Revenge of the Sith. Oh, God, I love this woman. So it came out of evolution of the character for me. It wasn't just so just to sort of bring him back. It was really like, who means something, and where are we at this point in the timeline with Vader? He isn't the new hope Vader quite yet, you know what I mean? So we are with the character sort of in the middle of this period. It's still Vader, obviously, but it's a Vader that isn't quite as for, uh, fully formed as in New Hope. Love that. Love that! Chow adds that Ewan McGregor and Christensen have been their characters for so long and live with them in their lives for so long that it makes it so helpful in terms of the creative. Obi-Wan's going to debut on May 25th on the Disney Plus service. Man. So much to talk about there. So much to talk about. Um, this is great. It's great. I love everything she's saying. I love everything that this woman is saying about about how she's approaching it. The idea that you can it's more character driven. Um, you have more time to spend. It's what we've been talking about on this show. You have more time to go in depth instead of just worrying, well, it's two hours and we're and there's too much dialogue, so just blow something up and have a fight. Put them in space and blow up, blow things up, and, and, and just throw a couple dialogues in. It. Just they need big, 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 and now the emperor comes back, and that big, 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 big. Fuck that shit. Now, now it's take your time, build it out, and the idea that yeah, he's not there. So the question is how more powerful he becomes through more anger, and he and, and if you look at, I think it's in the comic book, one of the comic books, and. He's still battling with shit inside of himself. Ten years later, he's probably still battling with shit and getting more evil and more evil. And as she said, you know, he's not there yet. This is nine years before, um, or, or yeah, nine years before New Hope, I think. And that's nine years of pain. That's nine years of anger. That's nine years of, of, of murdering people. That he, that he has done. He's already done ten years of it, but it's nine more. Tacking it on. So he's getting more and more deeper and deeper into the dark side. Is there any of the light side still in him at all this period? People will just assume no, but there still could be. As Padme said, you know, there's, there's still good in him. But is that what Obi-Wan senses? Is there, like, what kind of pain is he going through? Is he still flashing back to Padme? I wonder if, if Natalie Portman's going to show up in this thing in a scene or two, in a flashback or just just voiceover or something. Keep talking about Qui-Gon and Liam Neeson, obviously, and, and Palpatine popping up which i think is is pretty likely but i think it'd be a nice little surprise if if um natalie portman shows up and it's and i think that it's it's possible because of the 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 thor movie that's coming out is it love and thunder or whatever it's called um isn't that what it's called 
think that's what it's called. I don't remember. Stop trying to be accurate. Um, but she um, she's around, and she's doing stuff. So they're like, "Hey, how, can you do like a quick scene?" And I think, and and I don't remember that this is true or not. I think I heard Christensen dated back in the day. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I made that up in my head. I don't know. But either way, I don't know what the hell that has to do with anything. Maybe the chemistry. Maybe they don't like each other. Maybe she said, no, I don't want to see that prick. Or maybe he said, no, I don't want to be around her. Or maybe they said, hey, it'd be fun to see each other again. These are all thoughts that I could have put on a piece of paper and scratched out and said, maybe I don't want to talk about that. But I did. This is what I do. I just think of things and I talk about it. And then I, um, and then I tell you guys. And you guys agree or disagree. It's raining here. Yeah. People shut down in L.A. when it rains. It's just weird. Just hit the brakes and think that it's like a big old storm. It's, like it's drizzling, dick face. Take it easy. Um, so anyway, I like this. I like what Deborah Chow's talking about a lot. I really do. I love it. I can't wait for this series, man. I can't wait. It's so exciting. This is like the uh, this is the this is the series slash movie slash story I've been looking for. I think since uh, since 2012 when they said they're bringing stuff back. I mean, maybe even since Return of the Jedi. It's like the first actual prequel that plays into everything that you fell in love with in, in episode four, not taking anything away from the prequels that came out, but I just think more of an attachment to it because you have more time to develop. And I think even with Phantom Menace, you had to have that spectacle and you had to do all this and you couldn't really deep dive into the character. And I think that's what they're going to do. Oh, I'm so pumped for this. Cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'm so excited for it. I'm also excited for Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Not Sunday the day, but Sunday lawn care, man. Uh, I've talked to you guys about it. Spring's right around the corner. Just right there. The grass is almost under your feet, and you got to still you got to get your lawn back. That's what that's what Sunday does. It helps your lawn grow, and it helps you get healthy all season long. It's really great. Most of us might not think about our lawns in the winter, but this is the time to prep for this year. You're probably thinking you got so much work to do to get it green and healthy again, but you really don't because Sunday, it takes all the work out for you. Sunday can help you grow a beautiful lawn with the, without the guesswork or the nasty chemicals. And their custom plans include fertilizer and everything you need to easily care for your lawn with ingredients like seaweed, iron, and molasses. You can feel good with kids and pets being around. And that's, that's very helpful for me because I got all those things running around. All you have to do is visit GetSunday.com. You got to put in your address and then their lawn analysis tool does the rest. They use the soil and climate data to create a personal nutrient plan. They deliver it to your door when you need it. You just attach that ready-to-use pouch that you see right there to a garden hose and spray. It takes less than 15 minutes. And the best of all, that it works. That's the best part. It works. So Sunday is offering our listeners 20% off. And full season plans are just $129, and you can get 20% off at checkout. But you got to go to GetSunday.com slash BigThing20. You want twenty percent off your custom plan at getsunday.com slash big thing twenty. Do it. And you know you're you're gonna be working on your your yard. Do it. All right. Let's move on. A couple more stories. Well, I guess one more story. And then we'll get to some of the questions. Maybe a shorter show today. I don't know. Some other things coming out. I know I got I got Morbius, the review coming out on Wednesday. Um I saw Moon Knight. So Four episodes of Moon Knight. I think I'll be able to talk about those soon. I'll do the non-spoiler first, and then I'll get into the spoilers once the episode's coming out. I don't know how they're gonna re- they're gonna release the episodes. 
So if they're releasing the episodes um, one by one, then I will just do the spoiler episodes as they come out. Maybe I'll do it the same way that I did the Obi-Wan ones with the pictures and all that stuff. But if not, then I might, if they drop them all on the, on the same day, then I, then I'll probably just do a, a big chunk review of it. I don't know. I got to see, but I'll definitely do a big chunk non-spoiler when I, I think that I forget when they're, when the embargo, I think it, shit, the embargo might be, when the hell is the embargo? You know what? I'm going to check right now. I'm going to tell you right now when that embargo is. And then I'm going to release my damn review of it. Because I want to talk about it. And let's see. I'm going to tell you right now. The review is tomorrow. Okay, so I'll have the review out tomorrow at 6 a.m. So you check out this channel tomorrow. You'll get my non-spoiler, the first uh, four episodes of, um, of Moon Knight. It'll be non-spoiler. Look at that. So I'll be wearing all this. Same, what I'm wearing right now, I'll be wearing in the review. Why? Because I'll be shooting my review probably after I shoot this. Because I just figured out when the embargo lifts. Look at me. I'm doing everything with you guys. It's like you guys are in the office with me. We're sitting around and we're having a conversation. So that's what I can tell myself when I'm going crazy in the, in, in the garage is that I'm actually talking to you guys about, about our plans and our future. What are you going to have for lunch? Don't eat that. You had that yesterday. Yeah, you can have that. It's better for you. No, don't get cheese on it. Great. Okay, so let's get into this uh, this other story then. That's nothing. That's 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 a blank screen. Well, that's not. There you go. Halo. 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 Halo uh, did really well. Halo did really well for Paramount Plus. It kicked some ace. And let me get the actual uh, numbers. It it's somewhere over here. It, I mean, it came out the other day, and we're Halo, Halo, Halo. It's got the biggest new Paramount Plus launch. Paramount Plus has announced that it's just launched Halo TV series based on the iconic Xbox gaming franchise. Unsurprisingly, had the streamer's biggest series premiere to date. According to reps for the service, the first day launch topped the previous mark established by Yellowstone prequel 1883 in December. No numbers were provided at such through, and Nielsen's streaming rankings won't be published for a week. One complication is that the 1883 series premiere also aired on the linear Paramount Network behind an episode of Yellowstone with that airing drawing 4.9 million viewers. Halo, on the other hand, is only available via the Paramount Plus service. The series, which has already been renewed for a second season, debuted March 24th and was originally developed at Showtime before migrating to Paramount Plus a year ago. I got a lot to say about the Halo series, and I did a review of it. You can check out my review if you, if you didn't miss it, but it is a spoiler, so I won't get into spoilers here. We'll just kind of talk about it. Um, in a non-spoilery way, I am was a and am well, was a big Halo fan when it came out. Like everybody else, the the first one, what twenty years ago or whatever it was, and I really enjoyed it. I loved it. I went up playing it with my friends, like again, like everybody else did. I was I was obsessed by it. We used to play it all the damn time. And the second one, I think too. And, I, and then as they kept going on, I I, I trailed off. But that's just because I'm not a massive gamer like everyone. It had nothing to do with the with the property itself. But I loved the lore and I loved the music and it was not just the the gameplay, but I loved the the story behind it and and the the science. You know, you guys, if you've been following me, you guys know that science fiction is is uh it's my jam. So when they this story and the way it was put together was something I was always very interested in, and I always thought it, was, it would be a good, I guess at the time, movie, right? 
I remember, and it's funny because the other day, I, I talked about this on my review. In 2005, when I was at Warner Brothers, um, they had somebody dress up as Master Chief, and he was walking the script around to studios, and he would drop it off to the executive, and he sat down in the waiting room while the executive read the script, and then he took the script and left. And people were like, is this true? Is this true? And so my friend John Zazerny, who's a producer, he tweeted it out and said, hey, do you guys remember this? And he had a picture of it. And um, and I and I he kind of validated what I, the story I was telling, but uh, but either way, it was a massive thing. And I remember everybody talking about it. And I, I think the script was shit from what I, from what I had heard the the movie. And then Peter Jackson got involved, and and it just never came to fruition of them doing a movie. Fast forward, here comes streaming, which is just as we were just talking about. You can do so much with streaming and Obi Wan and and the development of the character and the world. So that, to me, was very encouraging. I think it's a smart way. I think video games, and I think someone actually asked me this so, uh, in, later on in one of the questions, but I'll, I'll address it here and then you know, apologize for, for covering it now when I could have covered it during the question series, but I just think it's relevant for us talking about it. And that is that um, video games, I think, are better served in streaming because there's just so much detail. And I think like long books are ser better served. I mean, unless you're going to do a series of movies like Harry Potter, right? Harry Potter, you were able to do like eight movies, put them all together, and I think it worked really well. Could you have done, shit, 12 or 15 seasons of, of Harry Potter? Probably, but movies are better for that, for sure. Um, but I think that uh, there are certain things, like I still say Knights of Republic, you, can, you don't have to change up stuff you just you stay true to the story and you make a, a series out of it the the hardcore fans will will know what's going on but that's just like a book you keep you keep what's true to what people fell in love with in the story and that's what I was wondering what they were going to do with Halo because in the trailers you see a couple different things like because in the from what I remember and I, like I said I I trailed off so you guys who played that game know better than I do but I just don't remember him fighting alongside with any Spartans, at least in the first couple of games. It was just him. He was alone, and, and he was with, um, and Cortana was always in his ear. And, and now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. That doesn't sound good. Paper shredder's jammed, but I think I fixed it. Oh, well, try shredding these $50 bills, then. Seems like it's working. Mm, better try another 400 bucks. Stop. Instead of using money, use regular paper. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. And then you saw him fighting with other Spartans inside of this trailer. I was like, okay. And then you saw the Covenant. You saw the weapons. Was, okay, that's that looks pretty true to it. And they're like, well, they're not going canon. They're going through a different story. I was like, well, all right, let's just see how at least what they relate to it. So when the series started, I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm about to get myself into. And the first 15 minutes, I tweeted out. I was blown away. I'm like, holy crap. It, it's, it's violent as hell. It's graphic as hell. It, it, I'm like, they're pulling no punches. The fighting is incredible. They throw a lot of the, the covenant to me looked great. And they're doing all these things where I'm like, oh, man. Because I was worried it was going to be like a bad sci-fi channel show. And I'm like, oh, this, in the beginning, the acting was kind of sci-fi channel-ish. But then covenant shows up. Shit starts going down. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. And, and I tweeted out, this is, they got me, I'm on board. This is, I can't wait to see where they're going to go with this. And then the second half of the episode, it turns into a very familiar 
story that I think we've seen and recently like a thousand times over, like so many times, like, oh, whether it's, and a lot of Star Wars stuff, whether it's Mandalorian or, or Bad Batch or all these shows, I'm like, oh, I've seen this a million times. We're doing this again? And, uh, and you know, and it's, it's out there that he takes his helmet off, so that's not really a spoiler as much because everyone's talking about it. That bothered me less if you can figure it out inside this new canon of why, because they don't establish as much as they do in Mandalorian. Um, like, in Mandalorian, they establish why he's got his helmet on, and when he does... Uh, take take it off. It's like okay, there's there's reasons behind it. And he earned it. It, it in the, the movie. I mean, this is because in the video game you don't. And I don't think he does. Again, I don't think he takes it off. Maybe he does in one of the games. Not sure, but it's known that he. It's like dread. He just keeps it on. So that's what the fans are. I think more attached to. But in the rules of this TV show, they don't really establish why he needs to keep it on. So I get it. I also understand why people would be mad about it. But I get it. It's just the story from the second half I'm like oh this is so tired and then it read that the the showrunners still haven't like really played the game or got into the the lore the books or anything too and I I am still on board with the idea that I don't think you need to be a hardcore fan of the source material if you're a uh, producer of it or as long as you understand it and you get it and you start to go oh yeah I can this sounds fun I can do this but I do think you need people involved in it that are, whether it's a, a, a Deborah Chow, a Filoni, a Favreau. They're all big fans inside of the Star Wars side of it. So, and But that being said, in the first 10, 15 minutes, it seems like they were paying a lot of attention because it, it was. I felt like I was playing the game, but it also felt like it was part of, like, I was learning this new lore. Nonetheless, it did very well for Paramount+. Plus. Um, the question is, will they keep people? Do people feel, because I'm going to watch the next episode, and if I don't like the next one, I'll, depending on how, if, if the story has me on, on board at all, I'll, I, I like to try to stick it out. I really would like to try to stick it out. But like if they continue with the story that they're going with, it's just, I've seen it a thousand times. I don't need to see it again. And, and I want, I, it's not what made Halo interesting to me. It's, it really isn't. Um, but I'm curious what you guys think, if you've watched it at all. But as far as Paramount Plus goes, they're starting to make a move. You know, they got Yellowstone, and um, they also have, um, what's the other one? Uh, oh, yeah, 1883 they have. So they, they're starting to make some moves. And we were talked about the streaming wars, if you will, uh, last week. And they're not in the game yet. Well, they're in the game. They're just not, they're not, they're not hunting for the trophy yet, we should say. They're, they're in the game. But they're not, they're, they're not, they're nowhere near it. They're, they're not even, the silver, bronze, gold, they're nowhere near it. It's, it's all about. HBO Max, Disney Plus, and Netflix. Those, those, those are the ones who are battling it out right now. Uh, Amazon and, and and Paramount Plus. They're they're going they're going for they're they're trying they're trying to get there, but they're not they're not there yet. Um, so that's it, man. That's everything. I'm trying to see if there's anything else worth a damn that we should be um, talking about before I move on to the questions because we did get a lot of questions. Um, I don't know what that is. Oscars ratings rise. Oh, there you go, fifty six percent on last year. I mean, again, let's 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 see what they say about this. We're getting back to the this year's Oscars viewership clocked in at fifteen point three six million viewers on Sunday. It's a rise of forty eight percent. The number doesn't include out of home viewing or streaming. While that's still considerably down compared to twenty three point six million viewers in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty nine point six in twenty nineteen, it is an improvement on the ten point four million viewers in two point one ten point one. That's pretty bad. Uh, two thousand twenty one's mid pandemic 
host-less ceremony. It's still the second least watched Oscar ceremony since Nielsen began tracking it. Yeah, I just it's just besides besides the fact that what I might I don't want to rehash what I just said before with why I think that it's just not worth putting it on ABC anymore. Um, there's just so much to watch now too. Like remember back when that show was the show to watch is that there's a lot of different variables, right? The one part of it is that there were just a couple channels and you would tune in. There was the big event. And now you can watch, there's tons of movies that you can watch. There's tons of TV shows you can catch up on. There's all this stuff that's just, that's, that's part one. Part two is with Twitter, with Facebook, with reality shows, with all these things, with Instagram, you have access to these celebrities all the damn time, daily, all the time. When it was no social media and there was none of this stuff, it was the time that you saw the celebrities. It was the time that the celebrities treat, were treated like are treated like royalty, and you see them. Oh, this is the big event. This is big. This is a kind of romantic, um, the the version of Hollywood that people saw when you were a little kid. Is like, oh, look at all these moments. They're all over the place now. You see them all the time. It's not as it's not as magical. It's not as uh, mysterious. They're just they're everywhere. No matter you can follow them on Instagram, you can follow them on TikTok, you can follow them everywhere, and so now it's it's okay. Now they're just accepting awards, and who knows what the hell they're gonna say or do, and uh, it's like it, it just becomes, eh. I don't give a shit, motherfucker. Um, all right, moving on. So I'm very curious to hear what you guys hear about. We're talking about Coinbase, um, and I want to let you know about it. And if you are, it's a question. I know a lot of people uh, are very uh, outspoken about it, but I want to curious if you, I want to know if you guys do you identify as crypto curious? If you if you, maybe you don't know about it, maybe you're not sure about it. Have you, have you thought about entering the world of cryptocurrency, but you just feel overwhelmed? So what Coinbase does, it makes learning to buy and sell simple. In cryptocurrency, it might feel like a secret or an exclusive club, but Coinbase believes that. Everyone, everywhere should be able to get into the door. Whether you've been trading for years or you're just getting started, Coinbase, Coinbase can help. Much coin, such base. If you've been following the cryptocurrency craze, now is the time to start getting involved because Coinbase makes it quick and easy to start your own portfolio and learn to trade like a pro. If you've been looking to level up your financial portfolio, it's always good to diversify. And why not think about cryptocurrency? It's backed by the world's leading investors, and Coinbase keeps your portfolio safe and secure while adding crypto into your mix. Coinbase offers a trusted and easy-to-platform to buy, sell, and spend cryptocurrency. They support the most popular dig digital currencies on the market and make them accessible to everyone. Millions of people in over 100 countries, they trust Coinbase with their digital assets. Whether you're looking to diversify, just getting started, or searching for a better way to access crypto markets, you got to start today and you do it with Coinbase. So for a limited time, New users can get $10 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at coinbase.com slash big thing. You sign up at coinbase.com slash big thing for $10 in free Bitcoin. This offer is for a limited time only, so you have to sign up today. And that's coinbase.com slash big thing. All right, I'm going to look. I'm going to look. I'm going to look. I'm going to look. I'm going to look and see if there's any more stories that are worth a damn. Let's see. I am very happy about Coda, though, I will tell you. I, I, I could have sworn, I could have sworn that uh, Power of the Dog was going to win. And I like, I, I, well, I should say, when I saw Power of the Dog, I, I think it's a very well-made film. I was a little bored. 
very well-made film. I was bored. Performances are fantastic. Um, directed, wonderful. But I was bored. Uh, Coda just blew me away. But Coda, and the fact that it came out so early. Yeah, I loved it. There's a new, so Lightyear, there's a new trailer, I guess. A new trailer confirms the Toy Story spinoff will release in theaters. Yeah, well, we knew that. Um, I don't know. There's nothing else really going on. He's talking about the Oscars. Let's get into what you guys are asking about, and I'll see if there's any more questions that I should bring up from what you guys have submitted. And then uh, if there's anything else, I'll, I'll bring that up. Um, yeah. Okay, let's just, let's just try. I'm gonna, what, I, what I have up here, I will bring up, and this is the first one. This, this one I did pull, so... All right, Matt Moore, I am sorry for your loss as well. Thank you, Matt. Would you like to see 24 come back with Kiefer Sutherland? Not sure if I've ever heard your thoughts on the show. Well, I loved the show. When the show came out and it was around in um, in the early 2000s, I loved it. I actually went to a screening of it when Kiefer Sutherland was, was there. It's, uh, where the hell was that? I remember being there and seeing it. It was season two. Um, and it was a great episode. And I really liked it a lot. The problem with 24, I think, is that the when that show came out, the real-time bit and all that, it was, it was so different, right? But 24 episodes is a lot of TV, man, and it's just too much filler. And then you get cougars running around in, the, uh, in, in Runyon Park chasing after Jack Bauer's daughter because they don't know what else to do. And that's the problem with that show is if you're going to do an every hour for 24 hours, call it, call it 12 or something. I don't know. 24 is just too much. What I, but what the answer, yeah, of course. I'd, I'd be interested in it. And I think they did that, right? Didn't they bring him back for one more adventure? Jack Bauer. But uh, I think I'd, I would want to see it. I would want to see a Jack Bauer. Didn't they do a Jack Bauer movie? And I wonder if it's just the time has come and gone for Jack Bauer. I guess that's the, the real question. But would I be curious about it? Yeah, I'd be curious about it. I really loved the show for a long time, and I think I started to bail towards the end because it's just very hard to keep a show going. Like They did season upon season upon season with 24 episodes each season, um, and they pushed the limits of network television with what they could do because Jack Bauer was a was – a, he, he did not follow the rules at all. That was what so, was so great about him. Um, yeah, it's a lot. I mean, my, my, a lot of memories come racing back. Did David Palmer, did he did he die? I feel like he got it. Maybe he did. Because he was great in season one. Um, anyway. Yeah, I'd love to see Bauer come back. Uh, I'd, I'd be interested to see it for sure. It, I'd be interested and I'd, I would tune in and then probably if it if it stinks, I'd, I'd bail like anybody else. So, all right. Next question. Phil Maven. I didn't catch the Oscar sadly due to time zones, but do you think the Batman would have scored an Oscar had it come out earlier? Um, not for Best Picture, no. And I still think it's got a, uh, uh, you know, you could probably still do it now, this year. I mean, um, but I think I think it's got a good shot for uh, for music. I think Michael Giacchino's score should be nominated for um, for Best Score, but no, I don't think that it would have if it would have come out in December would have qualified. And I just I don't think that uh, that's that's one of the reasons I think the cat the Academy is never going to have big ratings like that on network television ever again is because uh, regardless of how much the people inside of the space feel, and I, like I said, I, I think Coda was, out of the movies that, I mean, they still 
Coda was the best movie I saw. Um, and I watched it, I think I watched it this year, but it was, it was the best movie of last year as far as a feel good movie And Dune. Again, I could, I could go with Dune, but Dune still, I want to see Dune one and two. I think it fits together as one big movie, but I, I mean, I would have been fine if Dune one loved it, but, um, but yeah, the, but the problem if they want people to watch, then and I know that's not what you're asking, but if they want people to watch the, one of the problems is that the more accessible movies, and I think nominating movies like, Batman and um, uh, Spider-Man and, and movies like that, they, they feel that it would devalue the the um, the prestige of the Oscars when I think that it would actually invite the bigger people out there. But you have this this stigma that the uh, the auteur feels that comic book movies and science fiction movies are are just you know, amusement park rides, as they've once been stated before. And I think that's the, that's why you're not going to have people tuning in anymore. That's one of the reasons, one of the, one of the many reasons. Um, but as far as Batman getting nominated, no, I don't think it would have, if it came out early, it would have gotten nominated. But I think that it's got a shot for score this year. I hope, I hope, because the score is, is brilliant. All right, next question. John Crumb, ha, Crumb laughs at you. So sorry about the loss of your father-in-law's dog. Thank you, John. Yeah, he was a, he was a sweet, he was a really sweet dog. Uh, they are part of the family, and it's horrible when we lose them. Thank you. Thoughts and prayers. My question is, did you ever watch the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Despite the horrific first trailer, it actually turned out to be a fun family film and arguably one of the best video game ad adaptations to date. I think Sonic 2 looks even better and the perfect family film. Will you be seeing it with the kiddos, and are you excited for it at all? Um, so where did that go, by the way? Oh, there it is. Um... So the answer to your question is no, I have not seen the movie yet. And it's not because of, I don't want to see that. I've heard nothing but good things about Sonic. I've heard great things about Sonic, really great things about Sonic. And I remember how bad the trailer was and they went in to change it and all that stuff. And, and it makes sense now why they went back to change it because they probably knew we have a good movie on our hands and then people bitching about the look, change the look. And they did and it worked. Um, so I think that I want to check out the first one and I know that my daughter wants to see it also. My oldest wants to see it. So I might tune that in. I'm curious if my four-year-old will be able to watch it. I, I don't know enough about it. So maybe you guys can, uh, in the comments section. By the way, if you're watching this on um, Premiere, even if you're putting your comments in during the actual Premiere, please drop a comment into the um, the comment section here, and I'll answer it back, and I'll go back and forth with you guys. It's just because... The algorithm, it favors the the inner, going back and forth and being interactive. And that's what I've been doing with you guys. I'm enjoying it. And the same thing, reason why we're doing it for, I'm uh, doing a lot of it for, um, uh, where the hell are we? Titans. And we just had an epic match between Marisol McKee and Sam Levine. And you guys can still check that out. It's still on pay-per-view. It's still on Patreon. And you should, you should check it out. And then this week on Titans, we've got some really fun stuff happening. But interactivity uh, activity and going back and forth and being interactive with you guys it's, it's re it really helps tremendously so if you're able to um put your question uh, excuse me put your um comments in there while you're watching yeah but as far as sonic goes yeah man i'll be i'll be checking it out soon and you probably probably inspired me again i keep it's one of those ones that i keep meaning to watch and i know two is coming out so i i will see it but yeah i'll, I'll be checking it out and thank you for the uh, recommendation for sure all right next one Jamie Livesey. What I do want to ask you is if you read the passage from the book on the official Star Wars website, which seems to suggest a new Force ghost appearing to Luke between episodes six and seven. This appears to change canon forever. Thoughts? I did not hear 
about this until you wrote it. Um, but what I will say, and I, it pains me to say this because I always wanted uh, it to not be this way, but don't take much stock. I used to have these conversations with Campy back in the day all the time where I would, I would be on the other side of it, but I don't take much stock in what happens in the books and the um, comic books and, and the video games. Um, if they want to use it, they will, but they're not going to, they're not going to like hold it as gospel. They're not going to say, Oh, well, you know, he's got this force ghost that he was talking to. So we got to introduce him. If they want to use it, they'll use it. If they don't, they don't, they'll bring in uh, uh Vanth and they'll, if, and Saul Guerrero, if it fits things they want in the story, but they're not. And I don't know if we're ever going to see um, Ray Sloan ever. I hope that we do, but and and that doesn't necessarily mean that they have to. It means that they're like, oh, they'd be fun character to use. So now nah, I don't think it changes canon at all because I don't think enough people pay attention to canon minus the hardcore fans. And I used to list, pay attention to all of it, but now because of because I'm pretty pretty confident that they don't pay that much attention to it. That nah, I don't think it changes canon at all. To be honest. Um. All right. Next one. Oh, this was a big story. The the Steiner brothers, for those people in um, that are wrestling fans, Steiner brothers, I think at one point were like banned from, or at least Scott Steiner was from WWE. I think I don't remember, but they're being uh, it was announced that they're going to be in, inducted into Hall of Fame, and they should be. It, they should be. I remember WCW. They were like they popped out as a standout team, and and then they did a lot of stuff. And uh, Scott Steiner did more as an individual wrestler, but they the together. This is this picture of them here in Michigan and all that stuff. This this is the uh, this is the team that I remember very well growing up, being in high school and remembering these guys and oh yeah the Steiner brothers got to come over to the WWF because they're like they're like they're the shit man they were so good and I remember them very well. Um, so yeah, they did absolutely deserve it, one hundred percent. They deserve it for everything that they did, and I think it's also pretty great that a lot of the stuff that people like you know. If WWE hadn't bought WCW back in the day, a lot of those accomplishments that people did in the WCW wouldn't have been recognized in WWE. And a lot of the stuff that they did, it's now, you go, well, I don't know how it really works on Peacock now, but when the WWE Network was a thing, and I missed that, it was really great. Um, you could access all the old school WCW stuff and all that stuff because they, had, they, they owned all the catalogs. So it's, it's, but it's great that they're, they're getting honored. It's great. All right, next uh, next one. I think this is another. No, this is Chris Parker who says, "With Halo, Castlevania, and soon The Last of Us and God of War, do you think video game adaptations fit the TV show format better?" Yeah, this is this. Your your comment was the one I was talking about earlier. I do. I think it's the the best way to do it because I just think that there's too much story to try to condense into a two hour movie, and every time they do a movie, Uncharted, including no matter how no matter how successful Uncharted was. Uncharted included. Every time they do a movie, they change so much shit about it and, and take away the original stuff and the original story that was so fun, and they condense it all. I think there's like four portions of video games in the Uncharted movie that's all crammed into one new movie. And they, 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 that was a conscious choice, and they, they went out and they did their thing to make sure that a, a new audience would find it and make a new adventure movie, and they succeeded, obviously, in, as far as box office went. But I still think that Uncharted would have been a very interesting um, television show if they would have taken all of the games and stretched those out into like five or six seasons 
um, into a into a television show. I think that would have been awesome. Um, but I do think that the TV works a lot better. You just have more time, and even something like Halo, where even though it's, and they're still changing shit up, um, you have more time, which is kind of goes against the whole point of it. I don't know what the, I mean, maybe, maybe they eventually go look, I I guess that's the idea of TV, right? Is that they can pay attention and they can listen to what's going on and maybe they can switch things up. That's, that's the beauty of TV where movies, you make the movie, you have the script, you put it out there. Right. And then it's like, Oh, we can't really change anything up now. That's the movie TV. It's like, okay, we did season one. You really didn't like that storyline we went with. What if we go back into the games and really explore what they liked about the games and make season two driven towards the games. That's the, that's the benefit. And I think the, the argument can be made, well, you could do that with a sequel of a movie too. I guess you just have to wait a lot longer, right? Like that's the, the TV is another benefit is that you can make season two of halo and come out next year. And, and movies usually take two, well, three to four years. Um, and you want to, and, and the difference is, you want to see how it does before it gets greenlit and then all these conversations opposed to TV. Yeah, we're doing two or three seasons. We know we're doing it. Let's let's move. And then once they have the numbers in, well, all right, our numbers are pretty good consistently for three weeks. Let's do season two. Get it moving. I think that it would behoove them to go more into the game storylines and, and explore the stuff that really that people enjoyed. If they see that overall criticism, continue. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, next question. It's another wrestling one. I like it. AJ Johnson, what are your thoughts on Triple H retiring from in-ring wrestling moving forward? Also, Dune won six Oscars, but somehow Denis wasn't nominated for directing. Your thoughts? Sorry for the two-in-one. Baffling about the Denis um, not getting nominated for directing because it's uh, that movie is brilliantly directed. Brilliantly, and it should have been. That was probably the biggest snub of the night as far as who won directing. See, I don't even know, I don't even know everybody who won. I really didn't even pay attention. I don't even know who won. Let me let me see. I'll go over. The, you know what? Let's do that real quick. I don't, I don't even know who won. Um, Coda won Best Picture. Will Smith won Best Actor. Jessica Chastain won Best Actress. No Time to Die was Best Original Score. Is that is that right? Encanto was Best Animated. Like I said, a lot of these. Oh, Jane Campion. Um, okay. Yeah, I think they did. Better job. I think she did good. She did a really good job, but I liked his movie better. And I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, I, I would. I would have picked him. But um, yeah. Everybody who won, I think, Ariana DeBose was awesome. Troy Kotsur was awesome. Um, drive my car. I didn't see. Yeah, I mean, best original. Oh, best original score was that score was Belfast. Anyway, best visual effects was Dune. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's, I mean, I mean, I guess a lot of these things, they were just best sound, best editing, all the, all the, the wins came like off screen, I guess. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, so, like I said, I think the people who won good argument, but not, did he not getting, that's the only one that I, I think out of best director, I probably would have had, um, I would have had Denis. and who was nominated in, in best director. Let's see. Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. I didn't see Drive My Car, so I don't know. Uh, Steven Spielberg was really good. Yeah, I would I would have removed Paul Thomas Anderson, and I would have put um I would have put Denis over there. I like Licorice Pizza, but I 
not as much as Dune, and and I think it was a much better directed movie than than Licorice Pizza, to be honest. That's interesting. Interesting. Um, okay. Next one. What do you got? Uh, all right. Oh, Triple H. Triple H. Sorry, sorry, I didn't answer that. Triple H. So uh, Triple H was one of the greatest wrestlers, Hall of Fame guy for sure, and has a lot to do, obviously, creatively and everything that he did. Uh, I mean, how old is he? I'm going to guess. I'm going to say that he's 54 years old. Hey, Siri, how old is Triple H? Triple H is 50 years old. 50 years old? Siri, you're an idiot. You show me 52. It says 52. And you say 50? Are you a moron? Let's try that again. Hey, Siri, how old is Triple H? Hey, Siri, did you fall asleep, you fucking ass? Hey, Siri, how old is Triple H? Triple H is 50 years old. Says 52. No way he's 50 years old. No way. Let's see. He's a little dummy sometimes. 52. 50 years old. What are you, what are you time traveling? Anyway, 52 years old, wear and tear on his body. He doesn't need to, he doesn't need to do it anymore. He's got a lot of he's he's got a lot of other things that he's doing. A lot of times when people still are still wrestling, it's because it, they got a they got something to hang on to. He doesn't need to hang on to it, and it's, and he's been through multiple multiple injuries and surgeries. It, it's time from the time from the step down, and good for him that he decided that it was it was time and he get him more involved and on camera though because he's pretty good in the wrestling. I don't think he's the greatest actor outside of wrestling, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about, um, as far as a sports entertainment performer, he's one of the best. And I think having him on on uh, on camera uh, would would be great. Another thing that he's doing behind the scenes, and so good for him. Good for him. I think that's a. I think it's a good move, smart move. And and he, you know, it's it's he knows if it's time, then it's time. Um, is that it? Is that everything? No, just a couple more, and we can call it a day. Lewis Scott, what are you hoping to see most in Doctor Strange 2? Uh, this is a great question because the answer to that is I don't really know. I don't really know. I think that from what I hear is that the, the stuff that they they collaborated with Sony to give us a lot of like some fun move, like a really fun movie in in, um, in No Way Home and the stuff that you got, the little tidbits, but it seems like they're going to go all out with everything that they're allowed to do now because of the properties that they have that is all theirs and theirs alone. I think they're going to go balls to the wall. And I like that they're not really showing us, minus the the little voiceover from Patrick Stewart. Um, but I dig I dig it, man. I, I dig what we're about to see, and I think... I, what am I? I don't know. I don't know what I'm most looking forward to. I just I think the continuation of it. Remember, I'm a sucker for parallel universes and multiverses and all that shit. Um, I was a sucker for it way before any of this stuff. So, the idea of it and how it all plays together. Um, what was it? so that was the thing that I loved about Endgame. I love their idea, the idea of tri- time travel that they play with because to me that's that's the, when you listen to scientists and so that's the way that time travel would would work as far as if you went back into time, you wouldn't, if, if I went back and stopped my parents from meeting, um, I'd still exist in this timeline. It, it's a different timeline. I would just create a new timeline that then I would not exist in that particular timeline. Uh, that's what most scientists say is, is, is real. I like that in, in free guy, they, they play with the back to the future logic and all that stuff. And, and in one, in every one particular timeline. I just think that's 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 not the way that the 
the universe works and, and, and how it works. Um, so I like the idea of the multiverses and the different versions of yourself and all those things, and, and that's what they've been playing in a lot. And I think that's why I love this phase of Marvel so much, because anything can happen, and it's just batshit crazy and Loki and No Way Home and then this. So um, I'm just looking forward to it because it, it's, it's to me, this is the, the – like I like Doctor Strange, the first one, um, but I but playing inside of the time travel and all that stuff that's that's my favorite kind of stuff so that's that's what I'm looking forward to this is the time travel stuff all right I think this is the last one and then we'll call it a day here Paul Stevenson is Doctor Strange overrated he did next to nothing in Infinity War he couldn't find Vision but he could find Tony really easy he could have used the mirror dimension on the all the time but he did next to nothing to help yeah I I guess but he's still I mean he's still pretty damn powerful for everything he's able to do and he does mess stuff up but. Um, I don't know. I don't think he's overrated. I think Benedict Cumberbatch is so much fun to watch, but I can understand your logic behind it for sure. Uh, you know what I forgot to ask you guys to do today? If you're already here, it's too too late now. Uh, subscribe. Hit the notification button. Like, please, please, please leave a comment. Like, if you're watching on replay, if you are watching on premiere right now, even if you've been chatting the whole damn time inside of this show, please drop a comment. And um, it, it helps tremendously, and it lets me know, hey, more people are interacting with this video, and it helps the algorithm and all that. And Apple Podcasts and Spotify, all of it. Um, I'm taking a long drive soon somewhere, and I'll be listening to a lot of podcasts. So I hope you guys do the same thing, too. If you guys are on long drives, if you're on, uh, you know, if you drive for your work, if you get long commutes, please consider us the big thing for, uh, for your commute on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or where podcasts are found. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. And I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful Monday. You have a wonderful work week. I'll be back here on Big Thing on Thursday and Friday. Uh, Sith Council is Wednesday. Remember, my review of Moon Knight will be out tomorrow on this channel. But that's it. That's all I got. Peace and love, everyone. See you.